The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. And welcome to another episode of Meximan Matters. I'm your host, the man with the plan. If he can do it, no one else can. Mexican coming to you live once again from the hilltop, Columbus, Ohio. We are going to discuss quite a few things on today's episode. Many things to talk about, a lot of happenings recently. So we will get. To everything, kind of like uh, overall touching one after the other of all topics. Now, let me start first and foremost with this recent argument or conundrum or back and forth nonsense that has been going on apparently since, oh, I don't know, uh, December-ish, and it recently culminated because, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, it's basically the constant back and forth between actor Michael Rappaport and NBA all-star Kevin Durant. As we all know, Kevin Durant is one of the faces of the NBA, most of the people I know consider him the best current player in the NBA. That is debatable because, of course, all the blind witnesses think it's you-know-who. But anyways, supposedly one of the best players on the planet. Michael Rappaport, for those who don't know who Michael Rappaport is, he's a comedian, actor. Most of them know him for his little film roles here and there. I know him as Phoebe's boyfriend, who's a cop, from Friends. He's from New York. He's an avid New York Knicks fan. He's always a guest on Undisputed, for those who watch the show, with Shannon and Skip Bayless. So that's who that is. He has kind of an annoying voice. And he's a diehard Knicks fan. So apparently... He likes to call people out on their bullshit on social media. Hey, nothing wrong with that. I like to do that too. So, back when the Nets were playing the Warriors in December, after the game, Charles Barkley and NBA on TNT were interviewing Durant, and he was pretty short with them because Charles Barkley was asking stupid questions. I'm all, I believe I even touched upon that back then in the, in the old episode. I went back and listened to the answers. I have no problem with the way Kevin Durant answered Barkley's BS questions. I have no problem with Durant being mad at the media and the bullshit they put people through. I have no problem with Michael Rappaport calling people out on their shit. 
Well, apparently, it got pretty personal and escalated because, as all of you have probably seen, the DMs from Instagram were made public by Michael Rappaport because as soon as you mentioned his wife, he took offense to that, and now it's gone too far. I'm going to make this public so that everybody gets on Kevin Durant's ass. Now, it escalated pretty quickly because what Kevin Durant said was pretty brutal. Called him a cum gosler. Uh, he likes to suck dick. Yada, yada, yada. Said his wife should be disappointed in him. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Now, when I read the DMs, I about started laughing. Because, oh, I cannot believe Durant went there. Now, here's the thing. I am not going to rip Durant for his responses. Because, here's the thing. If some old has-been actor slash comedian, Michael Rapper, if this was Denzel coming at me, or The Rock, or somebody who is somewhat of a good actor, fine. But it's Michael fucking Rappaport. First and foremost, shut the fuck up. I have no issue with what Kevin Durant said. I have no problem with him involving the wife, dog, God knows who else in Michael Rappaport's family. Hell, me as a non-famous basketball player or actor once told a former co-worker via text, I am tired of you messing up our files if you can't even handle a simple file. I don't even want to know how you handle having a child. We should probably call social services on your ass because if you can't simply follow up ever with your work duties, I don't even want to know what this guy's going to grow up to be, is what I said in the text. Most of you would have said that's on call for. I, A, did not think so. B, did not apologize for it. Three, meant every word of it. So, Kevin Durant ripping Rappaport a new one? Yeah. Now, did Rappaport involve the attorney? Hey, I agree with Durant. That's a bitch move. If Rappaport is the one that decided on his own, hey, let's post these on on, uh, social media. Let's divulge all this DM information to the public. That's a bitch move too. I agree with that. Now, if I'm famous like Michael Rappaport, I'm an actor and I get into it with like, like let's say this was me as a famous actor getting into it with LeBron James. If he calls me out and says shit like that, I would just laugh because I would actually get a genuine response, which is what I always complain LeBron doesn't do. So if this was me, I would have definitely not gone to the media. I would have definitely not shared it. It is a little bit of a bitch move. They're DMs. They're meant to be personal. Now, obviously this was discussed all across the sports world. And last week, Shannon put it so elegantly. I was like, if this was me and I was offended by this, I would simply respond like, man, dude, you've 
gone over the line. We're not friends. You do you, I do me. We're done. All right, whatever. We have difference in opinion. Let's move on. All right, I respect that. If I would have done that, I don't know. That's probably maybe what how I could see me handling it. That's how I would expect somebody on either camp of that celebrity status to behave. Because here's the thing. If Michael Rappaport started calling Kevin Durant a cum guzzler, Kevin Durant with his sensitive nature would have thrown a fit. And obviously Michael Rappaport did not take into did not, you know, take it too lightly that they involved his wife. So he was being a little bit of a bitch. And he agreed. Michael, I believe Michael Rappaport this past Monday was on the show and even said, yeah, you know what, Shannon? That's what I should have done. I'm sorry I escalated it. I, I, I didn't think it was going to be this big of a deal. Oh, my God. Me and Duran are not friends. But that's how I am. Again, and Kevin Durant, this is where I have the issue. You've heard me say, the truth will set you free, but first it will piss you off. So to me, don't BS me, Michael Rappaport and Kevin Durant. If you got, if one's going to be a bitch and the other one's going to be offended by, oh my God, they're critiquing my interview, then let's be truthful. We all know, Michael Rappaport, that you took offense because you probably read that, that, oh my God, my wife is disappointed that I'm such a bitch. Yeah. That probably got under your skin because the truth will set you free, but first it will piss you off because deep down, you know it's a little bit true. You're Michael Rappaport. You're not Kevin fucking Durant. Kevin Durant is up here. You are down there. If you didn't show up on Undisputed every so often to talk nonsense about the Knicks and give Shannon shit about LeBron, I would not even know your name. You would be Phoebe's dig bag boyfriend from friends that's how we would know you as but we actually know your name now so yeah kevin durant everybody knows who kevin durant is so we all know you were a bitch and it got under your skin oh woe is you on the flip side kevin durant now i'm to you i cannot believe i used to actually think that you were different from LeBron. This your behavior towards this whole ordeal is exactly why I get upset at how LeBron reacts to certain things. We know it gets under your skin. Just go out and say it. We know that the reason you left Golden State is because you thought Oh, I beat LeBron James twice head to head in the finals. I won MVP of the NBA Finals. Even though I joined Golden State, I should be the man. But everybody still thought of it as Steph Curry's team, rightfully so. He was there before you. And to this day, especially after you got injured, everybody still considers you a great player, some of us that know that you're better than LeBron will say you're better than LeBron, but the majority of the blind witnesses don't give you credit because they're all sucking LeBron's dick, and that pisses you off, so just say it, Draymond calling you a bitch got under your skin, 
You should have said that. Chuck asking stupid questions, you'd be like, you know what? I'm done with this interview, man, and just got up and left. Stop asking dumb questions. That's what I would have said. Oh, they find you? Whoa, it's fucking me. Michael Rappaport messages you? I would have just fell out and ignored it. I'll just be like, dude, question mark, seriously? And then maybe responded with something like, me up here, you down there. How about you shut the fuck up, is what I would have said, and just left it at that. No need to go back and forth. No need to escalate it this much. That's all you had to say. On top of that, when this was made public, you went out and said, Oh, yeah, me and Michael talk like this all the time. <laughs> oh, now he just took offense to it. My bad, Mike. First and foremost, we all know you're both not friends. Michael Rappaport even confirmed he didn't even have your fucking number. So don't act like you're BFFs and you talk like this all the time. I have yet to have a friend of mine call me a cum guzzler. So I don't know what kind of friends you have, but I don't talk like that to any one of my friends. Or have them talk to me like that. So you flat out lying, that's where I have an issue. Now... Your BS apology is the other issue I have. Now, you saying, oh, I'm sorry about this and this and that, and tiptoeing around actually apologizing, we all know you're not going to apologize to Michael Rappaport. We all know you meant what you said. I would have just been like, listen, I don't know why this escalated. I'm not going to apologize for what I said because I meant it because he was being a dick about a nonsense interview because somebody's asking stupid questions. Yeah, moving on. You want to find me? Find me. Oh, he got fined 50K? Problem solved. But don't BS is like, oh, I'm sorry it got to this. Nobody cares. Be truthful. That's where I have the issue. Now, before we continue... Let's remind everybody of our sponsors. One of them being Super Studio 253. Join now. Use promo code BEXI and save on your first class. Join the Team Super. Virtually or in person. Super Studio 253. Proud sponsor of the Maximum Madness Podcast. Now, on to a different subject. I don't understand... Why people have to try and beat around the bush when it comes to what they're doing with politics, for example, is, is why I was thinking about this. We all know Georgia passed that new law where it's making it harder for people to vote. I still don't get why people can't just can't follow basic, simple things. But that's just me. You know, maybe I am privileged. Maybe I don't know how what it's like to be super poor and not have a fucking ID. I mean, whatever. But my issue is with the Republicans who are, once again, throwing a fit. Oh, 
the only way we're going to win the election is we just limit the votes. I mean, this is even more of a reason why all you schmoes who are complaining about how long it takes to, to, to in the voting process and how hard it is, if you really wanted to change society and change our country, you would jump through these loop, loopholes and all these regulations and all these rules just to stick the middle finger up their ass. Because it's ridiculous. And Republicans, just come out and say it. Oh, yeah, uh, we want to be able to win again, so this is what we're doing. Not, oh, yeah, there was some fraud. No. If you're still tooting the fraud horn, you've lost all my respect. If you're that much of a moron, I can't with you. And then, now you're trying to tell us, oh, yeah, um, you know, we can't side with all the Biden changes that he's trying to do because... Oh my god, the deficit, the debt, the national debt. Blah, blah, blah. No. I mean, I, I, are you kidding me right now? Were you not just there for four fucking years with President Trump who made the debt go up because he was giving everybody who was rich a tax break? Get the fuck out of here. Are we serious right now? Like, I don't get how you can vote Republican. And listen to these morons toot nonsense and think it's real. I still say, and back to what I've said multiple times, we should have an IQ test in order to vote. You want to make it hard? Let's do that. It cannot possibly be easier to get a gun than to go vote. If one's a basic right, so is the other. I, I just, it just baffles me. Oh my god, we can't spend $2 trillion on a new infrastructure plan. Oh, uh, yeah, we can. That's not that much. It will benefit. It's an investment. That would be like me getting this new car. Oh my god, Maxi, you can't get a new car because you're going to get more in debt. Uh, it's an asset. It's an investment. It helps my credit. It's not like I'm buying some random bullshit that's not going to do anybody any good. It's a new car. I got rid of the old one. Yeah. Infrastructure. I think it should be more. Because quite frankly, if it's going to take 10 years, for all I know, Biden, you're not going to win the next election or the one after. So somebody could just overturn that and then it's not a full 10 years, 2 trillion, whatever. Should be more and should be quicker. But yes, Republicans, you should be on board with this because, I don't know, uh... Texas is Republican, and didn't you guys just have issues with the pipes freezing? Yeah, you might want to work on infrastructure. The fact that you have no idea what your people want to do means you should just be immediately shot in the head because you're wasting everybody's fucking time. And we all know how I don't like to waste time. I'm just going to throw it out and say that. Moving on. But first, Mexi's got one scheduled next week. You should too. Hand to massage. Go schedule now. Use promo code Mexi. Save on your first massage or your membership. Additional perks not included. Go to New Albany, Dublin, Black Lake, Polaris, Hilliard. Mexico goes to Polaris. You can go wherever you want in the country. Use promo code Mexi. Save. Hand to massage. Proud sponsor of the Mexi My Mind's podcast. Moving on. 
speaking of politics and basic rights, Mexi's First Amendment rights are being violated because finally everybody in my family is vaccinated. They're all up in my ass about me getting the vaccine. No, no, no. I don't want the Pfizer, the Moderna vaccine. I'm not. I hate injections. I'm not getting injected twice. And as I told my family, unless a marathon that I want to do is going to force me or a country I want to go visit is going to force me to do it, I ain't getting it. And if I do have to be forced to get it, it better be the Johnson & Johnson one. One injection, done. I know Johnson & Johnson, they know what they're doing. Well, guess who's forcing Mexi to get vaccinated? Oh, it's not a marathon. It's not a country I want to go visit. No, 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 no. Because that's the part that people I know don't understand. My wife has her, her Johnson & Johnson scheduled for this Friday at 10.30. And we'll get to how she assumed I was just going to drive her. But anyways... So she schedules it. Um, they they have excellent availability in Plain City in bumfuck middle of nowhere. Unlike you guys, I like to have my vaccine done by somebody who I consider to be, I don't know, more of a pristine doctor, more more so like an OSU doctor, as opposed to drug pharmacy, podunk, bumfuck nowhere, Plain City. That's just me. But hey. My wife needs it. Go get it immediately. Boom, boom, boom. Have it done. My issue is our honeymoon cruise that was supposed to be July of 2020 that then got postponed to January January of 2021 and then now is postponed to this coming September 2021. So almost two years after my actual wedding, there was a risk of it being postponed again. Oh no, we got an email from Norwegian Cruise Line that says, oh, we're up and running. Everybody can cruise now. You just have to follow the following guidelines. And boom, we click on it. And what's it say? Everybody on board has to be vaccinated. Otherwise, you can't get on the ship. My first instant was, well, I guess I ain't going on my honeymoon cruise. Good thing we took a mini honeymoon. And now the wife is like, oh, no, how dare you not want to go on your honeymoon? Well, I'm sorry. I take offense to a company or a corporation forcing me to get the vaccine when we're not even leaving the fucking country. We're going to Alaska, still within the U.S. Alaska has no mandatory vaccine mandate. So why the fuck do I need to get it? You must be vaccinated at least two weeks prior to departure. Oh, well, isn't that just fucking great? So now, I have to get the Johnson & Johnson one. Here's the thing. If a marathon that I want to do said, oh, you have to be vaccinated. And I'm like, oh, I already did the marathon. Oh, oh, it's not that important. Oh, it's not a new continent or a new state or a new whatever. Fuck it. I don't care. Then you Mexicans say, oh, boo-hoo-hoo. Nobody gives two shits. If I have to go to a new country, oh, I would really like to go to Sweden. Sweden has a mandatory vaccination. Okay, fine. 
This is fucking Alaska. Oh, but heaven forbid we're not vaccinated. Here's my issue. As I've said before, if there is no guarantee that I still could, that I won't get it, and there's no guarantee that I can't still give it to someone else, why does it matter? My immune system already possibly got it. My immune system is already stronger than the average Joe Schmo's immune system. Why on earth must I be vaccinated to get on my fucking cruise? So now I got to call Norwegian and bitch about it because oh, I'm getting it now. Not anytime soon. I'm going to wait until closer because maybe they change their mind. Maybe enough people like me will complain and they will actually do something about it. Because here's the thing. I don't want to get it like tomorrow. Next thing I know. Oh, JK. Uh, yeah. Upon further review. No, we don't need it. Ha ha. Now I have a vaccination. For no fucking reason. Yeah. No. If I can avoid it. I've never had the flu shot. And I've never had the flu. So. Yeah. Just aggravates me. Also aggravating is people who drive uninsured. Be protected. Make sure you give my man Raymo a call. American National. Save on your bundling before we go to Mexi. Get your umbrella policy. Auto, home, life, motorcycle, everything. Promo code Mexi will save you on your bundling. American National, proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. As is the Green Tender. Let's not forget. Go now. To thegreentender.com, save using promo code Mexi on your first juice cleanse. The Green Tender, proud sponsor of the Mixing My Matters podcast. I will leave you guys with the following. Last topic. Speaking of marathons, Mexi has an update with his races. He is actually for sure going to do the New England Challenge. I was not able to accommodate 14 marathons in 14 days, unlike last year. And I can't take the time off, so guess those New Jersey races that we're not getting medals for, um, they're going to charity. I already got paid for it tax-wise, so who cares? So, we're leaving Friday the 14th, going up to New England, doing the New England Challenge six and six days, sightseeing around the area. Wife's hanging along, she hasn't been to New England, we'll cross off those states Visiting together. Mexi's been there, so he knows what to do. I actually did not know that the Basketball Hall of Fame is in Massachusetts. So I definitely want to pay a little tribute to Kobe, who's enshrined, was enshrined last year. Um, and also, it's my second round of the 50 states to knock off all those New England ones. The wife wants to eat Vermont cheese and maple syrup. Hey, we might do that. We're switching hotels every day, so it's not a big deal. But, I mean, a lot of traveling, a lot of moving around. So, I mean, it is what it is. The Vermont race, the original course had to be shifted. It's going to be four to five minutes north of Springfield in Fairly, Vermont. Sure, why not? Hey, as long as it's not canceled, we're fine. Time off, already booked. First class tickets, rental car ready to go. Hey, we're good to go. So that's the plan. It's going to start with the rhino encounter that we're supposed to do last year at the Southwick Zoo. Yes, we get to pet the rhinos, and that will be glorious. I also want to 
visit the MGM in Springfield, Massachusetts, because I got to activate my MGM uh, account. So we'll be able to do that. And then, you know, the wife would like to see some other stuff around the area. So why not? Maybe take a ferry if they're allowing ferries nowadays. We'll see. Maybe catch the fire show in Providence. Hopefully that's back up and running. Again, we'll see. If you or any of my peeps want to hang during my visit, we're there from May 14th to the 23rd in the New England area. Cousin, family, any friends who wants to chit-chat with Mexi. Just hit me up. Let me know. We'll be there. We'll accommodate. We'll make time. Anyways, that is the plan. That's the upcoming races. I was able to put up in the trophy room the year of Thanos 2020 with the Kobe plaque because we did the KB32. Actually ended up with more than 32 marathons for the year. All the medals are up. With the Thanos gauntlet and my Guinness World Book of Records participant certificate. Glorious. If you haven't seen the picture, check it out online. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. That is all we have for today's show. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. You know the deal. All the episodes are online on iTunes and SoundCloud. Check us out. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. And as always, remember people... Whether it's a Mexican, there's a way. Until next time, you guys take care.